Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the first day of April. I'm your host, Paul White. It's a Friday. I want to continue with the Genesis story today. I want to remind those of you who missed it yesterday was the essay edition. Go check that out. I think you'll enjoy it. It has some good things in it about uh, who we are as a people and our desire to do things for God. And um, I can't write something like that without throwing myself into the mix. And so I spot the whatever I think I'm spotting that needs pointed out. I've learned I'm the guy that it needs pointed out in first, and I try to do that in that essay. So check it out. There's a print version available at paulwhiteministries.com if you prefer to read it because it is a little lengthy. Um, It's a little longer than a normal podcast, so hope you enjoy that. Okay, it's a new month, and we are rapidly, and I mean rapidly in that we're going to basically jump two chapters today in the latter portion of Genesis. We're rapidly approaching the end of the Genesis narrative. And that has led me again to what do I do from here? And um, barring some real change in my spirit, we are going to leave the Old Testament journey and jump back into the New Testament for a little while. Uh, I'll tell you more about that over the next several days, probably another week or so as we progress or maybe a little longer here at the end of Genesis Um, not because I'm not enjoying. In fact, I've had more, honestly, I've been in this longer than I thought I would be. And I've had a lot more fun working through these Genesis stories than I ever imagined. Um, hopefully giving you some insight into seeing Jesus in the text and new ways to see old stories and fresh eyes and all those good things. And while that would be worthwhile in every one of those old Testament books, um, we're going to move away for a while. And this will really have constituted the closest thing we've ever done to of work through the book of Genesis. We haven't worked verse by verse, but we've worked in a way that I felt comfortable with and a pace that I like. Speaking of a pace that I like, sometimes I like to jump way ahead. And so if you're looking at your copy of the Genesis, Genesis 43 is Joseph's brothers returning home, uh, or whether well, they're home, um, and 42, his brothers go into Egypt. 43, they return back to Egypt with Benjamin. 44, Joseph and the brothers have their final confrontation. So really, 42, 43, 44 constitutes this entire scenario where the brothers go back home to Jacob. They tell him that the man wants our youngest brother, Benjamin, to go with us. Jacob says, that's not going to happen. They wait it out. They finally run out of food. They need more. He sends them back to Egypt, this time with double money in their sacks because, remember, their money was returned to them the last time. So Jacob says, you go up and tell him maybe it was an oversight. You want to pay for that first set of food, pay for another set of food. Uh, You can take Benjamin with you. Judah promises to to watch out for Benjamin. They get back in front of Joseph. They eat. He he has his servant wash their feet. There's a Christ-like moment there. In the foot washing, they fellowship with Joseph. He sends them away, but he tells his servant to put a a serving cup in Benjamin's bag. Um, This is going to make it look like they stole it. This is so that they'll come back. And Joseph has a master plan here. And it really is that Joseph wants to see how his brothers, if his brothers have changed, because he puts the, the 
cup in Benjamin's sack, they leave. And then Joseph sends a servant to chase them down and say, one of you stole something. And the brothers are like, why would we steal something? We came up here to pay you. We don't, we don't want any of your stuff. So they say, whichever one of us has it, let them die. They're so convinced that none of them has stolen anything. So they return to Egypt. Joseph goes through the satchels. And of course, the cup is found in Benjamin's bag and the brothers lose their mind because they know that they sold Joseph to slavery. That nearly killed their old man, Jacob. Now, if they go back and say Benjamin's gone, Jacob's going to be done in. And that causes Genesis 44, verses 18 to 34. That constitutes the rest of the chapter, but that's Judah pleading the case for Benjamin in front of Joseph. He gives him the whole story, and the reader gets to walk through it with him. And this is my text today. Uh, Let's start in 32, 32, 33, 34. This is Judah. And I want to remind you that Judah, by the way, is the tribe from which Jesus will come. Your servant became surety for the lad to my father, saying, if I don't bring him back to you, I'll bear the blame before my father forever. Now, therefore, please let your servant remain instead of the lad as a slave to my Lord and let the lad go up with his brothers For now, for how shall I go up to my father if the lad is not with me, lest perhaps I see the evil that would come upon my father? There's something beautiful in the sacrifice of Judah. He says to Joseph, if I don't send Benjamin home, my father's going to die. So I would rather you keep me as a slave here than to return home without my brother. Judah, from whom Jesus will come, is willing to lay his own freedom down so that the younger brother can go free. And then this poignant statement, how shall I go up to my father if the lad is not with me? I think Jesus says that about all of us when he comes out of the tomb. How can I ascend up to my father without taking my church with me, without taking the fallen world with me. And I think Jesus takes that fallen world up in front of his father in a metaphoric sense. Judah plays the role of Jesus here, taking the case up before Joseph. That will cause Joseph to break down in 45, and we'll get into this reunion. But what I think Joseph wants to see is, has his have his brothers changed to the point that they will defend their brother Or will they just give Benjamin up to let themselves go free? And they've changed. The transformation has happened. It's happened at God's pace, but it's happened. And Judah is the exemplar exemplar of this change and a type of the Christ that is to come, the one who will lay his life down for, for all of us, the one who says, I can't go to my father without you. What an amazing amazing picture. Tomorrow, we will tell you the sermon that's coming up on the website on Sunday. So come be with us as we journey back into the Genesis story. See you tomorrow. God bless.